There, there are two possibilities here. One is that you've just never watched oat milk go into coffee before, and the beauty of watching creamer inside of coffee, like floating up and then cascading down, was unpleasant to you for it some reason. It does have the magic of a of a lava lamp, doesn't it? It's very cool to look at. No, no, no. It was because I think that's super pretty. It was. It was like chalky residue at the top. It like settled at the top in like chalkiness. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to drink it because like I need the caffeine, but I'm not going to enjoy it for a single second. Yeah. Bad news. It's uh, it's scenario number two. You are really cursed. Happy Christmas, Merry Hanukkah, uh, Joyous Yule, and all other holiday celebrations, and welcome to The Answer is a Lemon. We have a special seasonal podcast for y'all today with your god of Christmas cheer, Connor. That's right. Once per year, I totally abandon all strangeness and absurdity, and I focus entirely on pumping out Yuletide festivity. And as another treat, we have a returning member... Erin, our resident hostess with the mostest. Thank you again for having me for any and all holiday specials. Yeah, I'm really loving. I'm really loving this theme that we just. Anytime we want to celebrate something, it's like Aaron, get your butt on on gear. Let's let's go record a thing. And as always, I am your resident Grinch at the top of Mount Crumpet, Evan. Uh, I hey, you know, <laughs> I've got the holiday sweater on. I'm being festive. I don't. I, I'm doing what I can for you guys. I know how important it is for y'all, and I'm not here to be a bah humbug boy, even though... <laughs> I am very curious about this this sweater, because uh, first off, it's amazing. And I, I'm i so glad to know that we're no longer restricted by just an audio medium. If anybody wants the behind-the-scenes glance at Evan's fantastic Christmas sweater, that's what TikTok's for. That's what a YouTube short is for. There it is. It's beautiful. And uh, it's Spyro. It's Spyro. So, yeah. But it's it's very good. It's worth seeing. And I just got to say, I didn't anticipate that you would love Spyro enough to overcome your hatred of Christmas. I mean, I still don't like Christmas, but I like this sweater a lot. And <laughs> I like how much joy it brings myself and everybody who sees it. So anytime there's a holiday related thing, I'm going to pop it on. So... It's that's top what notch. I'm doing. That's it's what I gotta do. All right, but I don't want to waste any more people's time. So, most important first question of the night, Connor, how you been? Uh, you know, holiday times running me a little ragged. Uh, oh no! Tr- trying to find a new place to live. Trying to get used to working a full job and a new job, for that matter. Uh, getting presents for people bearing the responsibility of all the children's happiness on Christmas morning. It's a lot to worry about. And yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's uh, wearing me down. Well, thank you for killing the previous Santa and it, then ups, uh, subsuming his role and uh, doing it as the best you can, man. Really, yeah. really appreciate that. Yeah. Tim Allen Hold had it too Tim good Allen. for too long. He's, he's gone now. He's actually not. It's actually one of the saddest things about Christmas in the modern era is uh, 
the reboot of the Santa Claus franchise. Um, but I can't think about that. That's one of the things that I need to put really... You both look so confused at me. You it's don't okay. know about this? Yeah. No, I, I, no, all I know is, like, Tim Allen's a bigot, right? Uh, yeah. I You know, I got to say, I haven't looked into it enough. I know he's got some very conservative political views, and it's just so hard to differentiate between deep-seated bigotry and uh, just walking party lines in the United States these days. Isn't that yeah. fun? What a good Christmas episode we're having. Hooray, <laughs> Aaron, how have you been? <laughs> um, better, I think, than Connor being buried. Um, I just got back from a little European jaunt, which was very oh. fun. We went to London and Paris. Um, it was me, my partner, my mother, my partner's parents, two of her sisters and her four three three nephews one niece so it's like a that's big a family lot of trip. family it might be a minute before we travel with either set of in-law again yeah but it was very cool it was actually very cool um saw some cool stuff it was starting to get kind of Christmassy, which was fun i had never been to london or paris before but yeah so kind of still reeling after that we've been home a week officially we spent four hours yesterday going through our finances to see how much money everyone owes us because we put our cards down for everything. <laughs> oh, no. So that was super Ooh. fun. We're getting I mean, like 6K I, back from people. I, just I was about to say, like, the, the, the cash back bonus has got to be tight for all of that. Well, because we got a travel card specifically for this trip. So it's paying for wherever we want to go next year, essentially. That's awesome. So I was like, that's awesome. Beautiful. Yeah, excellent. Dope. But well, how have you I'm been, Evan? That's uh, I'm great. I am getting over sickness, so I'm I'm sorry if my audio sounds a little stuffy. I'm gonna do the best I can to not uh, cough into your ears tonight, guys. But uh, other than that, things are going pretty well. Um, works fine. Nothing special. Um, tweaked my back, so I had to take a little time off uh, working out. So I've just been playing a lot of Street Fighter, and I've upgraded my music situation. Um, I still have my iPod. Don't worry. Don't okay. worry. I love I love that damn thing to death. It is just a collector's piece at this point because it doesn't offer Bluetooth. Uh, so I got a new iPod, otherwise known as a Sony Walkman. So what? Sony Sony's Sony now has um, their Walkman line are just MP3 players that are just like little like Android phones that play music and have Bluetooth. So I got this thing wicked cheap off uh, eBay and uh, it's been really tight. Uh, just getting new tunes onto my, uh, into my ears again, because I do the whole like analog thing and keep it on mm. like files as opposed to streaming and it plays different file types. So the, like weird automatic music that I ripped back in high school off of YouTube that doesn't exist anywhere else anymore, I can listen to again. So that's really exciting for me. Fantastic. Yeah, no, and I, I think I'm gonna, I think I'd go so far as to say that MP3s like digital files are close enough for physical media. Yeah. You know, I think the importance on owning it rather than streaming it, uh, it I can get behind. It's on it's on my SD card that's in here, not just somewhere up in the cloud. And also, I can put a little Cyndaquil sticker on it and have it be me. You can't so. put a Cyndaquil on a Spotify subscription. Although you should, 
if you are one of our Spotify listeners. Uh, can we get sponsored by Spotify? I don't think so. Uh, Maybe we get an exclusive contract to only... Anyway, I'm done I'm done pointing out the fact that Spotify can't have Cyndaquil stickers. Just it's okay. You. I just... I, I'm... Anything that doesn't turn you into Joe Rogan will make me happy. So I'm going to stick with that. The thing that I really want to get into right now is not a question, but an answer to a question. Unfortunately, there are questions as part of this podcast that don't make the cut. And Connor understands the depths of the creepiness of Christmas holidayness better than Aaron and I ever do. So, Connor, can you please tell our two listeners what is the creepiest part of Christmas lore? Yes, gather around, gather around. Uh, we're going to take a minute in the storytelling Krampus corner and just take a moment to consider how terrifying it is that there is a point zero 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 one percent that your children will make a snowman that will come to life with no memories, with no idea of who it is as a person, uh, we take it for granted that this, the telling of this story is as wholesome as it actually was. But if you think about it, if all of a sudden a frozen, mysterious figure starts running around a village, followed by children that summoned it into existence, that's that. you got to imagine all, all those parents, all those adults were watching this happen like, clutching their pearls wondering should i interfere will that anger the snowman what does it want will it release our children i feel like it's beyond pearl clutching i feel like they're they're like i need to get a shovel so i can i can scoop this guy away or something yeah i mean but like there's no other magic in this in this song and for all intents and purposes this is the only magical thing that's ever happened to these people only only a police officer is bold enough to even address the living snowman and he only gets him to stop for but a moment canon canon <laughs> when he hollers stop and then he's back to his hijinks running around town with these children under a spell are they enjoying this do they know how scary this is what's going on exactly all we know is that there are dark forces at work animating snowmen I, I'm just thinking it's it's either as as freak of an accident as like the Big Bang happening where it's just you know the weird natures of the universe collide or I'm like what kind of what kind of golem maker is like is doing this because you think of the traditional golem story where there is that actual like script that is inserted into the golem that kind of directs what what their automation is supposed to do like are they to, to you know defend are they to like work are they whatever frosty doesn't have that no there well, is he's there got is... the hat he's got the hat there, there must have been the... some magic in that old silk hat they found this isn't something that was like here you go that you bought this at a store it just wormed its way into their lives and the first thing they put it on came to life and then started asserting its will into the world all i can think of is thank god that one of those kids didn't put the hat on and then just like get possessed melted. yeah like could their body have 
like held on to the magic thoroughly enough to maintain their personhood? We don't know. We just don't know. What is this hat? Where did what it go it, after Frosty melted? What if it were more than a bit of magic? Or if there was a lot of magic in that hat? Would, would Frosty just become this, like, Calvin snowman creation monstrosity? I, you can, like, some of the lyrics you can hear coming out of the mouth of a snowman hunter. You know, that they find, <laughs> uh, like, in, in a bar, drinking himself to death and then someone's like we need you this time and he goes at what price oh you said I was crazy but now you need old frosty hunter there must have been some magic yes that's where it came from some magic in that old silk hat they found I'm Hmm. just thinking of that that old uh viral um, news piece where it's Minnesota man fed up with cleaning his driveway uses a flamethrower he's just he just sees it on the news my time is here thankfully uh, the identity of this brave uh, hunter of eldritch horrors was maintained anonymously because they just decided to say well well, it was hot but then it was hot and so he he just melted he just melted do you honestly expect me to believe that? How long does it take a snowman to melt on even the hottest of days? I ask you. Quite a long time. You think that yeah. he just melted without doing any damage? Without being made to melt? I doubt it. I, I submit that this uh, this snowman will come for us again one day. And it is a testament to our arrogance that we should ever build monoliths inviting him back into our existence. I just, I just like that that there's been a worship song created for him, but moving on from creepy to comfy conversation. Yeah, done. done with the. Krampus I would like corner. to ask our fir- oh, Krampus Corner, very nice. I would like to ask our first question of the night on a positive note, which is, what non-holiday item or place just screams Yuletide for you guys? Because I know we all have those kind of. I don't know if they're either family traditions or just weird idiosyncrasies where you're just like, yeah, this is this time of year for me. And for me, it's actually, it, it comes down to um, something that um, our dad, uh, my Naren's dad, did with me. Um, because it was always a tradition for him where he just really, really liked ice cold Coca-Cola and sitting in a dark room with just the Christmas tree on. And there's just something I know that they've got their all the marketing stuff around Christmas, but Coca-Cola doesn't feel like a holiday item to me, but it feels like a very holiday thing for me. I don't I don't really drink soda. I don't care for it. But when I'm when I'm at home for the holidays and I see one of dad's 12 pack in the fridge, I'm like, hey, dad, you want to go sit by the tree? So there's that. Also, my mom always collected those little. um the Coca-Cola polar bears. She's got she, mm. there. They had all the little, little plushies. She collected those. So I ended up, um, they did a, a campaign where if you bought like a, I don't know, three, three, 12 packs of soda, you would just get one for free, um, at the QFC by my house. So I went and I grabbed two of the bears and I said, I would like to purchase these individually, please. <laughs> and then I sent one to her and the other one's on my Christmas tree. 
Yeah, I think I'm going to give you, I think you definitely got to pass on that because there is a lot of Santa drinking Coca-Cola, but there's also just a lot of polar bears, which for just so everyone's aware, do exist year round. That's not strictly also, a Christmas phenomenon. Are, are you saying that Coca-Cola doesn't exist year round? No, I'm not. Evan, I'm backing you up. Be okay. careful. Be careful. Right. This is I'm one sorry. of those times. I'm, I'm, not used to, I'm not used to us being on the same side on things. I know, I know. You heard that that tenor in my voice of Connor's making a point, and your a shiver went down your spine. <laughs> oh, that was almost a spit take. <laughs> oh, that would hurt. <coughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I'd say uh, they are as attached winter-wise to polar bears as they are to Santa. So I, I, I think that's more a winter like Coca-Cola uh, marketing than than strictly Christmas. Well, well, thank you for your approval. Oh. Mighty God of the Yule. What is your answer then, bud? You know, uh, it, it was kind of tough for me to think of something specific because uh, there are a couple of appetizers that always kind of get rolled around Christmas, but also make their way for a lot of family gatherings. Uh, so it's not pepperoni pizza dip. And I really like eggnog, but that's very Christmassy. Yeah, I that's think... like only Christmas, I think. Yeah, yeah. Nobody opens up a jug a carton of eggnog in July. You can something. fucking change that, though. That's Why true. haven't you changed that? Year-round uh, eggnog. I guess I just want to live. 2024, Connor. Year of the nog. <laughs> New Year's resolution. More <laughs> nog. Uh, so my actual answer is rum chata. Oh. Why rum chata? Uh, okay. So, Aaron, last time that I had rum chata, I was at Connor's, and it curdled the cream that we were drinking this was, was like six talk- years ago i this is not about rum chata but mar and i were talking about this today how do more drinks not curdle like you put cream in a coffee like a hot coffee how does that not curdle you put things with like alcohol and acid all the time how is just like more stuff not curdling anyway, so stuff does so stuff definitely my coffee curdled it curled this morning and i was like i don't want a curdled curdled coffee i was like ooh, but your coffee curdled this morning? Yeah, like we got this like new oat milk creamer and I was like, okay, it's oat milk. I feel like that's supposed to kind of help it. And then Mar like put it in and then all of a sudden it was just like white clouds like at the very top of the coffee and we're like, it literally looks curdled. It was so weird. It's that's not a, expired that's a bad or anything. Jank you got there, dude. Yeah. I was literally I, I... like, um. Because isn't like oat milk like the Starbucks thing to put in your drink? I mean, yeah, it's a dairy alternative. Like, there, I don't think there's anything in it that should cause curdling because it's just like oats soaked in water with like a couple other ingredients. There, there are two possibilities here. One is that you've just never watched oat milk go into coffee before, and the beauty of watching creamer inside of coffee like floating up and then cascading down was unpleasant to you for it some reason. It does have the magic of a, of a lava lamp, doesn't it? It's very cool to look at. No, no, no. It was because I think that's super pretty. It was it was like chalky residue at the top. It like settled at the top in like chalkiness. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, mm-hmm. I'm going to mm-hmm. drink it because like I need the caffeine, but I'm not going to enjoy it for a single right. second. Yeah, bad news. It's uh, It's scenario number two. You are really cursed. Do you have any idea how hardcore a curse needs to be for it to curdle your oat liquid? That's intense. That's weapons grade curse. 
How many? I believe how many you. Egyptian. How many Egyptian places did you visit when you went away? <laughs> I probably maybe I did something in Paris. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the, right. I didn't go to the, the catacombs or anything, but maybe I like did some weird shit there. All right. All right. All right, we're we're we have got to yeah, step away back, from the from the curses. Oh, sorry. It's back to rum chata. Okay. Rum chata time. Con- rum chata. Connor, Connor's Christmas rum chata. And I'm gonna bring it back via curdling. Oh my uh, god! Because uh, I had I. What is this podcast? Why? Are, was, <laughs> we have taken a month long break, and it fucking shows. <laughs> yeah, I forgot how much of a listener killer it was to talk about curdling milk. Hey, you know Good the most unpleasant dairy-based experience you can have second to lactose intolerance? Let's go into depth. <laughs> uh, and in-depth is how it... Anyway, no. And, and I'm... We all have a curdled milk story. We're not telling it. This is this is a very light curdling Non-holiday story. item or place screams Yuletide for Connor <laughs> in three, two, one go rum chata i was at a phase in my life where um i thought that um anything other than like bottom bottom shelf liquor was just it's for bougie people like yeah, i can't little, afford it's that a little too expensive it's, it's I, I, be better better bang for my buck yeah uh so and listen i still love my bottom shelf stuff but i also indulge a touch more uh so if i've nowadays if i've got i've got rum chata money second from bottom shelf <laughs> I, I can't buy no I can't buy no Jack Daniels, but Evan Williams <laughs> with a little bit of honey. Uh, so I asked for rum chata for Christmas, and I got it. And I was and so loved drinking rum chata on Christmas yeah. Day, and looked up uh, rum chata cocktails because I was like, you know, I, I think I there's more potential in this. I can't just keep drinking yeah. this straight. There's more to explore, and I found something called the Chimney Drop. Okay. Which is when you take a shot of rum chata and like a boiler maker, you drop it into a brown ale. Okay. And then you drink it. And I you was drink thinking... it oh, sorry. so quickly because it curdles immediately. Oh. <laughs> immediately. You've got six seconds before you're chewing that. Oh no. Oh my god. This w- I thought this was gonna be nice. It was nice. Oh, it's very tasty. But you've got to be willing to chug. You've got to get through it fast. Hard pass. <laughs> I, you know, when you said, what was it? Was it down the chimney? Chimney drop. Chimney drop. I was thinking it was going to be like a hot chocolate thing. Like something pleasant. A little, you know, a <laughs> little like Irish coffee, a little bit of Christmas cocoa. No, you know, a, a nice little pleasant pleasant sipper while you're, you're sitting with your loved ones and enjoying each other's company and the, the magic that's in the air. Not today. No, no. The, it, it's not a chimney drop. It's a chimney chug, man. <laughs> well, I mean, you got to go down the chimney real fast and bottoms up real quick. It does look smoky as it's like billowing around inside of your beer. But uh, yeah, no, it's uh, you, you've got to be prepared. That's not a, a light sipper by any Goodness means. Goodness gracious, I love that. Also, I wrote down rum chata and the chimney drop, and that sounds like a goddamn ska band. Yeah, that, I mean that sounds like Christmas to me. Rum chata and the chimney drop. Yeah. All right, I'm Aaron. Sure that is this Christmas. Uh, hey, I fully support you doing that, my dude, and I'll, I might even watch you. All right, Aaron. <laughs> What do you, what do you, what do you, what, what's, what's Christmas for you that's not Christmas for others? So, Curdle mine milk. is still, 
I mean, it's a theme, apparently. (laughs) Oh, Um, boy, howdy. I'm going to remind everyone that Evan and I are siblings by doing the opposite of him and channeling my mom, whereas he channeled our father. Oh, God, we really just don't fall far from the tree. God. Not when it comes to, like, snacks. Our mother has the best taste in snacks. Like, it's bar none. Bar none. She's a snack fiend she she buys all the bougie snacks from fucking macy not macy's marshall's and tj maxx i bet it i bet if macy's sold snacks she would buy macy's snacks that's 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 i'm that's laura i have she gets I have snacks anywhere so many snacks uh that like those kind of flavors that oreo puts out where you're wondering like hey nabisco are you doing okay are you Every working time. through some stuff Every if you don't think of Laura Chica every single time that you see a brand new Oreo flavor, you haven't met my mom. It's so true. That's that is for life. Perfect I, segue. Sorry, go on. Yes. Sorry. Perfect segue because we're talking about white fudge covered Oreos. The OG Laura Chica yep. special time Christmas time Oreo. I don't know, Evan. I feel like we bought them at like BJ's. It was yes, like yes, this we did. big deal when they dropped in the winter. It, w- and it was it magic. Was, and they were always in small boxes too. It was like, yep. what, you got maybe 10? So it yes. was like a small little treat. And our our father is a very tall man. And while we are tall adults, all three of us on this call right now, We were not tall youngins, so I remember to keep it away from me and Aaron because we would we would like I I'm with you like Coca Cola is my answer, but oh man I forgot about white 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 fudge Oreos, but we would go we would go kind of nutty for those, and we had um, a really high cabinet above our microwave that our dad would keep in the he would keep the oreos back there so it would be like you know eight o'clock at night right you know having a snack right before going to bed and like aaron i would be there like can we have oreos please (laughs) (laughs) i remember i just remember dad having to take it down it was always so exciting it was like the most exciting snack i think we ever had and I think it used to be a winter thing, but I saw them like out in a store like months ago, like in yeah. the middle of the summer. And Mar was like, oh, you love those. And I was like, not right now. I don't. <laughs> I was like, we wait. <laughs> we wait. We bought them and we hid them. So like I had them just uh, in case they weren't mm-hmm, around during mm-hmm. Christmas. Yeah. But you, you cannot touch them before like December. But it just it tastes. Yeah. Like Christmas to me. I've got to. I've got to go buy some now. I, I remember. I remember in college, um, like when I learned when I learned they weren't see like weren't totally seasonal or whatever, because it wasn't it wasn't Christmas time. And Mike brought some white fudge Oreos to the dorm. I'm like, what the fuck are those? <laughs> I know what you're talking about. It's like seeing your teacher at the grocery store. Like, yes. what are you doing here? Yeah, you're not supposed to be here. This isn't where you are, right? This is this is wrong. This is the wrong place, wrong setting. Try again. Oh, uh, Evan, I don't know if you're ever going to take me up on this offer, but oh, uh, I do. I do want to uh, splice some audio that I'm about to convey and just put it just a, a just a moment in that story. Oh, I love uh, I love this I love this I love this. This is such a fun <laughs> recurring joke. I I can't believe you haven't gotten tired of it yet. Erin is about to, or has already said, that she purchased something at a store called BJ's. 
That stands for Berkeley and Jensen's, and not what you're thinking of, everybody who didn't grow up in New England. I didn't I didn't know that it was anything other than the letters. Oh, oh yeah. If, yeah, you got to check the tag on the on the nice pants that you buy there, and it'll tell you who the B and the J is. Yeah, oh. Ev, it's been that forever. I didn't know that. I always thought it was just BJ's. No. I to be to be fair, there was a point in my life that I had to fuck right off out of BJ's as fast as physically possible because there was someone who worked there that did not care for me. All right, so moving on to our next question, a little bit of a negative spin to our positive spin? I don't know. We're flip-flopping on this one. But I would like to know, guys, what holiday media would you want gone, wiped from collective memory? This is a really good question and also a really hard question because I can feel the collective pressure of all of society telling me to get rid of Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas Ooh. is You. Ooh, the Holy Cross dance, the ballroom dance team would be quite upset with you. I Like, it's the number one gripe of all Christmas songs, as far as I can tell, of okay. all time. I don't mind it, and I don't have to work in retail where yeah, I need to hear it five times a day. So... Like, it's not on my Christmas playlist, but I'm also not going to blast it off the face of the earth. I feel All that. Right. No, that, that's, that's Honestly, fair. It's, it's a good song, but I don't think it deserves its place as, like, the Christmas song. Y- yes, I would, I would agree with that. Like, I like it well enough, too. Like, yeah. It is, it is very fun to swing to if that's your kind of thing. I bet that's true. I can, oh, show, yeah. I can show you. You know how to swing. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I've, I've dabbled in Lindy. Oh, one, Lindy two, Hop. three. One, two, three. Well, back, back. actually. Da, 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 yeah. Back, back, Lindy back. Hop is slightly, slightly more difficult swing. So if you can Lindy Hop, you can East Coast swing. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I probably can't do that anymore either. But that's okay. I bet you $4 <laughs> I could probably drag you through. But that's also because I'm a fairly strong leader. Uh, well, ooh, man, listen, man. <laughs> uh, I think I think you might lose that bet because I am hopeless. All right. Anyway, but no, that, uh, that's fair. I, I, it's it's a it's a good song, but it is overplayed, and it, it's one it's one of those things where it's just like the the I guess the loud minority is just going like ah, it's the song, and they're all so excited about it that it just kind of rubs middling to angry people the wrong way Hmm. I don't know well uh, what I will say for what I am going to blast off the face of the earth speaking recently of things that we force ourselves to forget about I think I am going to get rid of the new Santa Claus TV show the Santa Claus with an E at the end starring Tim Allen okay so you're not getting rid of Mariah Carey I'm not getting rid of Mariah okay. Carey, even though um, I feel everybody wanting me to. Okay. Because I'm going Santa to get Claus rid of show. the reboot of the Santa Claus show. Uh, okay, cool. We chopped you off at the knees earlier about that, so please, what and why? <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, it's one of those things I guess I didn't really want to... I mean, it's one of those things I really want to talk about it because I don't want to talk about it, if that makes sense. It's 
just shy of so terrible it's good. It's just yep. so terrible. It's just okay. very, very bad. Acting, plot, so uh, politics, I don't know. <laughs> uh, here's the thing. I really enjoy the original Santa Claus movie. Okay. And the sequels are progressively worse, but they're still fine. San the Santa okay. Claus 2 is, is good enough. The Santa Claus 3 is just kind of like what you expect for a third sequel of right. that kind of media. Yeah. But The Santa Claus is a fantastic movie that I think speaks to the experience of children going through divorce in a way that not a lot of movies do. Okay. And it has this perfect wish fulfillment in it where everything works out at the end very, very, very well. And I, I think it's just lovely. You know, Scott Calvin is becomes the Santa Claus. Hey, spoiler alert, but some of you are probably younger than the original Santa Claus. So you're going to have to I've never seen it, and I know nothing about it. Ah. So. Well, I'm conflicted. <laughs> Why? I don't think I want to tell you about it anymore. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron, it's it's very it's very fun because like Connor spoiled some of the Legend of Zelda: Majora's Mask, a thirty-year-old video game, to me a couple months ago, and just the look on his face of like, how did you not know this? I thought it's kind of what we're Zelda. getting right now. What's up? Didn't you play Zelda? I thought you played Zelda. I played I played a lot of Zeldas, but there's a lot more Zeldas than what I've played. There's loads of Zeldas. Uh, play, are yeah. they like? Are they new again? Because Mars nephews are obsessed with Zelda, and I was like, I feel like Evan's a kid again. They're like talking about Zelda twenty four seven. Yeah, yeah, no, like the, there's a Zelda out that's like everybody's favorite game ever. Oh, cool. You should listen to the podcast more because I talked about it a couple of different times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Outing and myself I'm gonna, here. I'm not going to go good. down that path today. I am not going to talk about the original The Santa Claus anymore, but I am going to tell you that the new movie is terrible for the new TV show reboot. Yep. Uh, everything is just kooky and creepy, and the elves are played by children who are pretending to be adults. And it's just they used to they used to be elves, you see, in the movies yeah. they acted like elves would, and now they act like adults but they do a bad job at it that that sounds weird yeah it's creepy it's not good uh okay. and tim allen he looks older but now but he's got that hollywood i'm not supposed to look old face oh in no. the santa claus just which let is people too. be old it's fine and santa claus is old he looks yeah. old you're supposed yeah. to just look old but he looks preserved but, but happy old but yeah. happy old and happy and now he just looks uh, preserved and manic for the most part. Ooh, ooh, that sounds unpleasant. Yeah, no, and, good, good answer. And I do good hate answer. Watch the good show. answer. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do hate watch the show because now that's a part of Christmas. But uh, the original movie was really, really good, um, and the new TV show is very, very bad. And I just want to get rid of the new TV show. And yeah, I'll leave the other, the Santa Clauses, as kind of like a warning. You know, okay. the the Santa Claus two and three got worse as like as time went on, and they produced more of it, and that should have been enough, where they should have known that if we wait even longer, this isn't going to stop festering, 
it's not going to age and like undo how much worse it gets over time. It's just going to continue to get worse and worse. Okay. Okay, cool. Cool. I like that. I like that. You've convinced me. I have interest in watching the Santa Claus now. Maybe, maybe you and I will watch it on discord someday. It really is a beautiful movie. If you can forget about Tim Allen. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good at forgetting things. I'm kind of a dumb man. Aaron, do you have any answers to this question? I sure hope so. That's the premise of this podcast. Yeah, you get to improve Christmas history somehow. How are you doing it? For me personally, it is going to be removing the most traumatic part of Christmas as a child, which was hearing the song Christmas Shoes anytime yes. oh my God. near Christmas Eve. Connor, are you familiar I need a new with answer what I'm talking now. about? No, I, I'm never heard christmas shoes oh my god it's miserable it's it is you know okay connor what are what are the main takeaways of a a holiday christmas song for you sir um we're enjoying ourselves christmas is fun cool cool not 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 poverty and death not generally okay cool uh aaron go on no, I'm pretty sure that we put all the poverty and death into five seconds of every The Christmas Carol movie, and that's where it, it's supposed no, to stay in the context it's in, of Christmas. It's, 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 all, it's all been been hydraulically pre- compressed into one song called The Christmas Shoes. It is approximately two and a half, maybe three minutes of storytelling of a young child. I'm in a ballpark like seven to eight who's living in absolute poverty, begging people at a shoe store for money because his mom is going to die, like meet Jesus tonight. And he wants to buy her a pair of pretty shoes to wear when she meets Jesus on Christmas Eve. Aaron, it's it's worse. According to new song Vivo on YouTube with 7 million views, it is Four minutes and 51 seconds. I don't know how much of that is like the the music video movie part of it, but that's too long to be living in in, in this this realm. No, honestly, I don't know if this is maybe why it extends, but Connor, one of the worst parts too, besides the whole fucking thing, is they bring like a children's choir in at the end and like actual children. I suppressed that. It's... Right, because then they have the one kid and... do the fucking line at the end. Yeah. It's so, it fucking, ru- it ruins your day. And it's like. Can I spoil it, Connor? Is that I'm, okay? Can I'm, I spoil this for you I'm completely? Delilah, and here's here's oh, your smooth talking night, night songs for Christmas. Here's the Christmas shoes. Get ready to be sad, motherfuckers. Yeah. It's I'm, literally I'm like. Sure, I'm pretty sure that you're just, not spoiling ugh. anything for me as much as preparing me for it. It just, it ends with, like Evan said, just one seven-year-old kid be like, mama looked beautiful when she met Jesus tonight. And it's just like, you're like, okay. When I was a kid, I like would check on my mom. Like I got so scared if I didn't see my mom for like a half hour on Christmas Eve because I was like, moms die on Christmas Eve. Again, what a holly jolly episode, but yeah. <laughs> Whoever wrote Christmas, and then they turned it into a movie. I haven't seen the movie, was, but they turned it into a movie. I was going to get to that. I was going to get to that. That's just not saying. good. <laughs> That's not good. Okay, it, it, just real, real fast. There is a video essayist called Big Joel who has an entire video about the Christmas shoes, the Hallmark movie starring Rob Rob Lowe. Is that who that is? Soda Pop Curtis. 
from the outsiders uh, love him. Chris Traeger from Parks yeah, and Rec. Yeah, that's Rob Lowe. Yeah, that that handsome man. That yeah. man. It's he a, was it's, in it. I would the, watch the it. The movie is a capitalist nightmare. It's a very it's the Big Joel video is a very good watch. I can recommend. But yeah, this this song is just bad. It's not. It's a bad time. Well, listen. It, it sounds like it very effective art, but one that should yeah. be kept behind glass and broken only in cases of emergency <laughs> in which you need to feel more sad on Christmas. Yeah. I, I say, it was... Honestly, I would say that song will let you feel sad any time of year. <laughs> Jeez. It just, I don't, I don't know who thought it was a good idea and why they played it so often. Because when we were kids, they played it a lot. Maybe it was just on like whatever channel Delilah was on. But we heard it a significant all the amount growing up. I don't think I, I've ever heard it. But after we're done with this and I have, you know, my wife nearby and dogs to comfort me, <laughs> I'll play it and see if maybe this is just one of those things that I forgot about. Maybe it'll all come rushing back to me. I You suppressed it. I hope not. For your sake, I hope you have no relation with this song because it's like again credit to to the songwriter and the musicians and everything like good on you i wish you didn't i fucking wish you didn't yikes yeah yeah all right all right i want to get rid of that Uh, that's that's good that's good that's a good (laughs) one thank you aaron okay my answer was christmas shoes but i need to come up with something different now so just know that i too I guess maybe because of mutual upbringing scarring uh, or just the fact that it's a very sad song in a presumably joyous time of year. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm going to go with the... I don't know if it's like a Broadway or a special group. I don't know. But there is a rendition of a song called We Need a Little Christmas by a bunch of ladies um i don't know all i know is we need a little christmas is my favorite christmas song and it doesn't feel like christmas for me unless i hear that on the radio but then they stopped playing the version with the gentlemen instead with this group of ladies who don't do it as well they sing it a little too fast it's a little too weird and they do they have like kind of like a cutesy like me 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 like affectation on their voices sometimes and it's just you took a really good song and you fucked it up so i want that one gone so i can have my version back please because they stopped playing my version for the lady version and not to be a woman hater up here but it's not as good and makes me sad yeah, and I yeah. feel like more people probably know the woman version now at this point versus I, it, the. I always kind of thought that like that song, with the women, sounded how the Rockettes look. Like in my brain, it was always like yeah. weirdly the Rockettes and like their little Santa Claus outfit singing that song because it was like too slightly too chipper. Oh, uh, it might be Glee. It might it's be definitely Glee? not Glee, Evan. No, that's that's a musical show with like Jane Lynch. It's, that's not what they were playing on the radio. That's not the one. We need a little Christmas Glee version. Ten years ago, one point six million views on YouTube. No, that is from a TV show though. They took it. They 
the women I think are a different group. I don't think it's actually okay. Leah Michelle on the radio that overtook your man. Okay, so I don't need to get rid of Glee now, apparently. <laughs> you could have I mean, righted so many wrongs all in one fell swoop. Little did little did I know. Anyway, that that's that's that deal. I just just listen to the dude version. That's that's my feelings. Okay. This is a holiday episode. Yes. Unfortunately, we're all Catholics and kind of Christmas focused here. I'd like to change that a little bit with the following question of if you play dreidel, what do you want up for grabs as the prize? It's hard to replace little chocolate coins because they're so fun to unwrap and they taste like chocolate. I love the taste of gelt. Gelt is fantastic. I'm a big fan of them. So I totally see where you're coming from. Are, are you I saying are, is is that is that you, Connor? The the um, <laughs> Jewish community did it right. No no improvements. Gosh, I just you know I want to be more creative than that. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Gosh, what's better than little chocolate coins? Well, Aaron, do you do you have any thoughts? Because I I do. The first thing that came to mind is so wrong and so inappropriate because I'm just going to like Catholicize a Jewish <laughs> tradition in a way. It, which it, it's just it's just a butt ton of hosts, just a lot of a lot of <laughs> transfigured bread, little just tiny little, little of holy water, just just Jesus Jesus wafers. Jesus wafers. But, and I, I also kind of joke because I do feel like I just like Catholicize and Christmasize my Jewish partner. I'm like, we need all the Hanukkah decorations. We need this. We need that. And she's like, people don't decorate for Hanukkah. But I'm like, it's around Christmas. We decorate for Christmas. <laughs> Anywho. Oh, and then we have our mother who's like out here buying her like Hanukkah gnomes and snow globes and stuff all the time because she feels like she has to buy her like a Jewish Hanukkah gift. So we're getting a nice little collection. But anyway. Le- um, I, I just I'm loving this. He's like, let me let me celebrate your tradition my way. That's a cultural blend. You I'm are just, the melting pot, Aaron. I'm trying to up the vibes is what, how I look at it. You know, add a little extra like Hanukkah cheer with decorations. But I was going to Christmasize this, unfortunately, because I think one of the best tiny little candies that you can have around Christmas time is the Hershey Kisses that are in the red, green, and silver oh. wrapping. They taste significantly better to me yes. than any other Hershey, Hershey Kiss any time of year. So I would mm. love just like a little dreidel stockpile of those Which? specific Hershey, Hershey, Hershey Kisses. Can you tell I couldn't talk until I was four and had a hard time with ours? Because... You're, you're doing a good happens. job right now, but I need yeah, to. You're I making need, up a lot of time. You're getting all I that need, conversation <laughs> that you missed in those first four years. She's been making that joke since she could talk. Uh, but going deeper, which of the Hershey Kisses are you do, just going straight milk chocolate? Do you want the ones with almonds? Do you want the like Mr. Goodbar ones? I was always partial to the Reese's Bells because I'm a peanut butter boy. Do you? Do you want a smattering? What's I like what, the, I what, like the peppermint what is the kisses myself. Little peppermint kisses mm-hmm. with the white with the stripes. It's it's good. It's got a little Those crunchy crunch. But no, but I'm keeping it straight milk chocolate. 
Okay. Straight up. Straight milk, straight milk chocolate in the red, green, and silver wrappings. I love the candy cane ones. I have like a little mason jar of those. I have some Reese's Bells. They also now make Hershey's Bells that are peppermint bark. That I got some of those because oh, I was like, oh, sorry. another little melting pot moment. But some, something about those damn milk chocolate Hershey kisses around Christmas is just chef's kiss to me. So I think that's what I would want to win in a game of dreidel. That's very good. I think I think it has to be something a little snacky. It at least for mm-hmm. me, it feels like it needs to be something that I can I can eat and enjoy. Like yeah, I don't like I don't collect marbles. I don't need a bunch of a bunch of little glass things. I, I potato chips feel kind of silly to me, so I, I want to keep it in that like sweet vein. Mm-hmm. Um, and your answer, Aaron, made me think like, oh, those the Reese's white chocolate Christmas trees, those could mm. be very good. That could really do a lot for me. But the problem with that is I would eat all of them too fast and then be very sick. So I need to pre prevent myself from doing that. Well, Evan, I mean, hey, hey, how often do you think you're going to win here? Okay, listen, this is a competition. You've got to <laughs> win it. Win the bark. That's true. That's true. Yeah, and and what you're you're gonna develop the self control to not eat it as soon as you've won it? No, no. you're not. No. You're so not. I, so I got I got to I got to avoid this. I got to avoid this. What I do want to go with though is it's very specific to our family. Again, I guess I guess it really is kind of just like the season for tradition. Um, I don't know when or why she started doing this, but our aunt. Uh, started making these little Rolo treats where she would take a one of the lattice pretzels, a Rolo, which if you do not know is a uh, chocolate filled with caramel, and it is the second best chocolate filled with caramel. The first being the Milky Way's all all caramel because that's that's just the best caramel one. But then she would smush it down with a pecan or a pecan if that's your flavor. And then it would just be this like sweet, salty, caramel, chocolate, mm-hmm. delightful little thing, and that's what I would want. I want to play for because they're they're great because they're like little poppable guys. It fits that kind of like size and quantity. I think they're easy enough to make. Mm-hmm. You could have you could bite them in in half if you want, like a like a bigger piece of gelt, or if you can you can just like pull a Connor, toss it up in the mm-hmm. air, and catch it in your maw. I think I think that's that's what I want. Just the the little thing. And if you haven't had them and aren't allergic to any of the things that I've mentioned, make them for yourself and let us know how you liked it. We are active on social media and would love to hear what you think because you're cool. Connor, yeah. are you sticking with guilt? I am not. No, because I had time to think about it, and I'm here to improve on Judaism. Catholic Catholicism 2.0. <laughs> Uh, well, so here, as as an outside observer, what I see as wonderful about this tradition is the element of gambling, because this is this is this is a game of chance, is it not? And that is that is that's gambling for children, so, which so I love. How, how's I'm your how's your Kick dot com account going? You you making all them them streams? I don't want to talk about. I don't want to talk about my Kick dot com. No, we're not. Don't don't derail me, Evan, because I'm on a roll here. Uh, the gambling part feel hot tonight. <laughs> Uh, uh, the gambling is the best part and so i think what we need to do is double down on the gambling 
And uh, Evan, you're right. Your your vibe that it needs to be something that you can like snack on that yeah. like single consumable thing, but with gambling. So I am going to compete for scratchies. Ooh, I Ooh. I was thinking I was thinking it was gonna be the the like the novelty jelly beans that are like this is either uh, melon or it's toothpaste. Um, ah. But scratchies is even more fun because that's, that's right. double gambling, and double that's just gambling. that's just a lot of fucking money on the table. <laughs> I want to gamble for the right to gamble. I can, gambles on gambles. Can I can I be at can I be at the twenty dollar <laughs> can I be at the twenty dollar dreidel table, please? Oh, oh man, you got to pay in for that one. That requires Holy an hell. ante. Now I'm now I'm a bookie. Now I'm running a whole whole casino situation. <laughs> you got to put your money down if you want to even play for the twenty dollars scratchy. <laughs> Just so many family fist fights. <laughs> I'm like, we are having people over for Hanukkah on Friday. Do I just get the four nephews and niece together and just be like, you're eight through two. Yep. Here's some scratchies. Start them <laughs> young. Yep. Teach. Yep. I will say that like they love money already. Like they love money, even at like four. Like smart kids, smart kids. Yeah. So you know, there's nothing wrong with being economical, man. Hey, listen, and learn now it now. They're, they're and and maybe they'll even get some learn the right lesson. I mean, they won't. It's gambling, but maybe they'll learn the right <laughs> lesson about how uh, scratchies are a fool's game. Because they'll win the scratchy and then be like, oh, there's no money in this, as a matter of fact. Except for one of them, who might win a couple of bucks, and then that's the rest of your life. Yep. I'm, I'm yeah, still buying of. scratchies. Yeah. I don't... You know? Because, like, hey, that was 80 bucks that I just didn't have before. Did I need to spend 120 to get here? My brain doesn't know that. <laughs> that's right. Your brain doesn't. <laughs> and what your brain doesn't know will hurt it. I feel like what your brain knows will hurt it too. That's brains, right. Brains just hurt you. Your brain will hurt you. <laughs> Doctorate in psychology, <laughs> depression, Aaron. <laughs> Ultimate podcast. Right, it's been a month. Good. I'm having a great time. <laughs> uh, what else we have? Speaking of uh, ultimate podcast, what's fuck. our uh, we're on our closer question? Yeah, now, it's, it's been it's been a fun it's been a fun night, but we are we are at our last question of the evening, and it's an interesting one. Um, so I guess to I'll, I'll ask it and then and then we can kind of set up the the thoughts behind it. Is um, if you set up an or you set up an extra plate out for Christmas Eve dinner, who do you hope is going to show up on your doorstep? So, um, Aaron, do you want to go into the, the background for this one, or do you want me to? I can do it. Um, if people can't tell, I don't know if we've ever shared personal information, but Evan and I have a silent J in our last name, which essentially means we're very Polish. So we yeah. grew up doing many Polish things, many Polish traditions, and on Christmas Eve, you have in Insofar as that is also... Um, a lot of Catholicism, hence the guilt and depression. Um, and Valia is, <laughs> is in addition to a Polish tradition, a Catholic tradition. Sorry for cutting you off. No, all good. So tying back to sort of the story of like Jesus's birth, Mary and Joseph looking for a space at the inn, 
no one having any room available for them and then having to like birth a baby in a stable it is tradition that you set out an extra plate on christmas eve just in case any lone traveler or someone who needs shelter or a warm place to stay or a warm meal were to come to your door you have space like your heart's open to them your home is open to them it's really just supposed to encapsulate like community and caring for one another during the holiday season um we've never actually set out an extra plate so our family was very closed off we were not going to have strangers on valia but to be fair i think we did but that's just because jaju wasn't in the chair to sit at it anymore <laughs> he it was just for the play setting brett was like i'm not gonna have an unsymmetrical an asymmetrical tablescape yeah brett brett is very well suited to design that that it makes sense that's why he would choose that yes but essentially the whole point is just in case anyone were to show up at your doorstep you're able to welcome them make them feel at home make them feel comfy during their christmas season yeah, I think I would probably want a harried uh, woman with successful job from big city uh, who's just in town for a little while. <laughs> Gosh, my hey. car broke down. Can you believe these back roads? Whoa, Connor! Connor, did you did you recently get divorced from your wife and are now taking care of your dogs alone? Oh no! Listen, man, this is this is not for me. This is for me to watch because I know. <laughs> But there is some country hunk who, uh, I don't know, decorates, you know, probably makes the Christmas gnomes in, in town. Handmade. Okay. And he's lonely. He doesn't know it because he seems really upbeat, but also a little bit rude. Uh, but he needs somebody. He needs to teach somebody the meaning of Christmas. And, it's, and it's I can been, connect those people. I want to be in the story. Matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. <laughs> Connor's like the token Santa character who's not actually Santa, but it's kind of like yeah. the embodiment of Christmas in the Hallmark oh. movie, and he just helps things along. That's really oh. good. And I you, get can, to... you can spray your beard white. Yeah, and I get to I get to wink at the camera in the final scene. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's really good. Oh, that's a really strong answer. Uh, lady from Big City. Uh, <laughs> is With she successful job? Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Um. Is she blonde? Chances are very good that she's blonde. <laughs> I'm not specific about that, but I, you know, I, I know what kind of game I'm playing here. Okay, cool. All right, so I, I got, I got a, I got a, I got a dig. What is the special Christmas tradition that you are going to be sharing with her? Is I'm it, just... is it the chimney drop? <laughs> oh, it could be. <laughs> I just, I don't know if that's gonna make the cut. Oh, that's right. Right. This, this, the. No, I'm. I think it, I think it, it, it should be, but I'm gonna. I'll, I'll hazard a slightly less gross Christmas tradition, <laughs> uh, which is not a Christmas tradition at all. But this is something I want to do for Christmas this year. Okay. Uh, I heard about this, um, like uh, not traditional but historical beverage in Ireland called okay. Skaltine. Go on, please. I would love to know what Skaltine is. And I will I will prepare Skaltine for this Hallmark woman from Big City with a successful job. Skaltine. Yes. 
Scaltine is, uh, I've only done a bit of research into it, but there is uh, almost always a cream component, always a whiskey component. Usually okay. there's often a tab of butter and some seasonings thrown in. Caraway, I understand. tends to always, like, good in, always good in a rye. Cheap and everywhere. And like, yeah, gives a little extra something, something. Um, usually a sweetening component, um, like honey. I think I'm probably going to go for brown sugar because that feels okay. more like me. And uh, it's called scaltine, as in scald, because once you have put all of these things into a into a beverage, you take a hot poker from the fire and dip it into your your little drink. Okay. Ooh. Dope. Uh, will that be ready in say two weeks' time? Listen, I've got a I've got a wood burning stove for a reason. Is it for eating my house? Yes, that is technically the reason. However, it does mean that I have access to hot coals, and because uh, people in my life think that I'm an alcoholic, I already have a specific poker for dipping into beverages after you have heated it up in a fire. That's fucking dope. And you know, one Polish boy who is interested in trying things. There you would go. you like to guess who that is? Spyro. It's Spyro. Who else would it be? Oh, yeah, he is pretty cool. But because I already put my extra chair for a uh, woman from Big City with a successful <laughs> job, Spyro's not showing up. So you you can substitute. That's cool. I'll I'll have to tell Leah, like, hey, hey, let me have this one. I'm going to go romance Big City lady. <laughs> Uh, that's great. Um, Aaron, do you have one or you want me to take it? Who's coming to Christmas? I have, I have one. Because um, I feel like our answer is going to be the same thing again. We keep we keep overlapping a lot. I fucking wonder why. Sibling episode. Sorry, Fitz. Um, ah, that's all right. I'm used to this. No, no, nothing brings out... Oh, I was going to say nothing brings out like siblings kind of like the christmas but i feel like it's anytime evan and i get together you're like oh they went through something together you're like Ooh, okay um but if anyone could show up at my doorstep it would be our jaju yes it would um i actually i left- actually knew that was coming also of course it is <laughs> yeah, that- the, it the, he fucking raised us what do you want <laughs> and he just like loved christmas so damn much um, and honestly, I would love to see him peel some like smelt bones from his mouth if he even didn't eat the bones. He might have eaten. Oh, he the ate bones. the bones. He ate the fucking bones. He ate it the was bones. crazy. He ate the bones of a what? <laughs> smelt. So they're small little fish. Um, uh, so the Polish tradition is to guys. Um, coat them in coat them in flour, fry them in oil. I think they're really good, actually. Okay. okay. Um. Stay, they do stink up the house them. to high heaven. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they they taste good. They're a little on the fishy side, but I I can't get I can't get past the bones. The bone eating the bones is weird to me, man. Yeah, I I don't know how he did it. It was always uh, He also talked about how like he 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 saw a guy choke on a fish bone but then eat some white bread and that pushed the bone further down so he didn't die. So, I don't know. 
I never got that story, but that no. might be a fever dream. That doesn't sound real. He's he's he, well, he he has he did tell that story a lot of times. Maybe just to me. Did you ever talk about choking I, a lot? Anyway, sorry. Apparently. <laughs> but no, he just, he loved Christmas. I feel like it was like a great time of year. He had some fun food things. And most of our traditions are obviously rooted in Polishness. And I feel like he was a big part in perpetuating that, especially like for me and Ev. Yeah. Um, so it'd be nice to share one last Valia meal with him, I think. Yep. And my That's second answer is Dolly Parton. Answer. Just saying. That's as good of an answer. Please go into Dolly Parton. <laughs> I mean, that speaks for itself. Just to see what she would wear. I mean, did you see that she, like, talking about, like, men who have podcasts earlier? Did you see that she, like, came under fire because she dressed as, like, a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader? And looked fucking incredible. I'm like, she looks better than half the fucking cheerleaders. I, like, I'm let right. the 77 I, year old live. Yeah, I don't. I I saw I saw that the the fucking stereotype that Connor and I are are part of, unfortunately, was all out of sorts about that for no fucking reason. Good good for you. I would fucking go out there if I could. I was like. She can do no wrong in my eyes. She's such a philanthropist. She seems like such a good person. And I just feel like, A, like Evan said, or whoever Connor said, what's she going to wear? I feel like she's going to bring some, like, wonderful southern dessert that has, like, three sticks of butter in it. But, like, you don't care. Yes. It's like Dolly Parton made it with love. Of course. And could you ever not have, like, a fun conversation with her? I feel like she could connect any families any weird parties any people who like don't know each other i feel like dolly would be like ultimate buffer the perfect like, guest every- exactly like she would just take any event to the next yeah. level totally like i would i would love to just like scoot her just just scoot her towards some mistletoe just to get a little peck on the cheek from her <laughs> just to just to fuck me like hey i got a kiss from dolly parton Oh yeah, no, that's that's the greatest achievement of your life up she's to this like, point. Ah, oh, she's so cool. Yeah, I, they don't they didn't let her run the best little whorehouse in Texas for nothing. Dolly Parton can do whatever the heck she pleases, and she and, succeeds at it, and is a blessing in every moment. A very a very fun thing for us specifically is that our aunt's name is Jolene. Oh, is that? Is that a fun relationship with that song? I feel like it would be, because that whole song is about, like, Jolene, you are way prettier and cooler than I am, and yeah. Dolly Parton is singing that to you. That's got to make you feel really good. Oh, man. Ch- yeah. Chuchy with fucking half of a, mar- a martini in her, just just riding that high. That that would be very fun to watch. It would. I'll send Dolly a note. A little fan yeah. mail. Be like, not sure if you're busy. This Christmas Eve, but I have plans if you want to join. We just we just spent 15 minutes on a podcast fawning over you, by the way. <laughs> She's a national, international treasure. Why wouldn't you want her at your Christmas celebration? Yeah. Though, to be I do want to temper your expectations because I'm pretty sure Dolly Parton gets more invitations to Christmas than Santa Claus gets gift requests. What yeah. a fun segue because I have an answer to this question. Oh. 
and it is two that are the same thing because they're both the reason for the season. I would like either Jesus to show up or Santa Claus to show up. Because I think that would be really fun either way. Jesus, because just to see the fucking tr Polish tradition come through and then <laughs> watch our family have to be very, you know, kind and just like interact with a man who speaks Aramaic. Because like, well, I, I'm pretty sure he speaks in tongues, but but that's all right. Does he? D do I understand tongues? I'm yes. That's what tongues is. Although it depends. Sometimes tongues is nonsense, nothing in particular, and other times it's everybody can hear. Everybody can hear exactly what you're saying, no matter what language they speak. Okay. Well, either way, you know, having Jesus show up and be like actually getting to wish the man a happy birthday in the flesh yep. that'd be cool i always wish him a happy mm -hmm. birthday just verbally by myself on the day so like it'd be kind of cool to be like hey happy birthday bud yeah and then I, the end I of the world because this is this is the second coming of christ and coming. now and now <laughs> blow the dust off your bible everybody because it's time to take the last book of the Bible very seriously. It's the end of times. <laughs> uh, and the other one, I would love Santa Claus to show up because the fucking jolly man himself. Do you, again, same kind of same kind of thing of just how fun do you think he would be? Like, oh, very fun. Just all Definitely. of the joy getting to watch. Do you want just seeing Santa behind the bar just putting a little bit of whiskey in his Coca-Cola bottle that you know mm -hmm. the kids don't need to know about? Even Coca-Cola knows. That dude is not <laughs> glowing with like yep. perspiration. He's glowing with some real holiday spirits. They're, they're, his face is red for a reason, my friend. That's and right. Just He's like, got the glow. I bet he would have a beautiful bassy singing voice just like belting out mm. all the Christmas carols. Could mm. you do you think of fucking Santa Claus singing Feliz Navidad? Hell fucking yeah. Just what a sight. What a sight to behold. I would, and I would, you get the honor of of gassing him up before his Christmas run. He yeah. needs some sustenance, something a little solid before he gets crammed full of cookies. I would I would He's love coming his, to buy for a roast. Yeah, I would love his opinion on on Bachi's cooking cuz that's some damn good piragi. Like I I, I just think he'd have a good time, and I want to be with a guy who's having a good time. Because normally I don't have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, do you think he, do you think I could do you think I could wear his hat? Do you think he'd let me try his hat on? I I bet he gets so many requests to try the hat on, and I'm sure that he is very gracious about it. I. Mm -hmm. Oh man, I'm so afraid of horses, but I would ask to pet a reindeer. Reindeer are domesticated. Are they? That's why That's they're cool. called reindeer, by definition. Cool. Cool. Caribou. And, the, and then Caribou as, is the wild version. As we get into into the night a little bit, I'd be like, so we're gonna go we're gonna go try these guys out, right? And Sam's gonna be like, fuck yeah, we are. <laughs> I'll <laughs> show you why he's called Blitzen. <laughs> so oh. Yeah. Fuck. Also, I'm just now thinking, like, arm wrestling with Santa, like, picking up the fucking sack with everybody's toys. Like, he's got to be built. I just, I don't know. I feel like 
that's the first thing that you've said about Santa Claus where I'm like, actually, I think he might take that a little too seriously. I think Santa Claus might break your hand through a table. You know, I don't think you step to Santa. You don't say, hey, you don't even entertain the notion that you might be stronger than him. And the magic of Christmas was getting to sit down and enjoy a little bit of podcast with you guys. Thank you so much for for taking your time out of your your hectic schedules to uh, chat and you know, hopefully entertain two listeners. So if you listened to this far on the podcast, just want to thank you for doing that. You didn't need to, but you did it anyway. And you're awesome. Um, if you want to do anything with us, check us out on the social medias at the answer is 11. Uh, we have an email. I don't remember what it is. Connor, do you? The answer is a lemon at gmail.com. Cool. It's lemonanswers at gmail.com. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you want to send us uh, your answers to questions, ask us questions, uh, we'd love any and all feedback. It'd be really tight. Um, but either way, just be well. You're awesome. Have a happy holiday season if you celebrate. Have a great uh, winter if you don't. But yeah, just be well. Whatever love you, you bye. So long. <laughs>